Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood with Mike Tom. Difficulties and struggles are unavoidable in life, but a person has complete control over one's personal response to the situation. That's according to today's guest, Kimberly Reed. In 2012, she experienced a year like no other, a year that tested her faith, ripped away her confidence, and led her to question life. But through all of this, she managed to find strength in family, friends, and most importantly, her inner soul to guide her way back. Today, we're joined by Kimberly Reed. She's an author, an entrepreneur, an inspirational speaker, and a breast cancer survivor. She's going to share with us her story. She'll also share with us about a new book that she's recently released called Optimism Always Wins, Moving from Defeat to Life's C-Suite. We're joined today by Kimberly S. Reed. She's an author, an entrepreneur, inspirational speaker, and breast cancer survivor. Kimberly, tell us a little bit more about your backstory. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So I am a native of the of New England. So I grew up in Boston um, slash Connecticut. And um, I am an only child. Um, I have two extraordinary parents. Um, and I am so blessed to have one parent that is on the other side of heaven, um, watching over me every day. And one of the reasons um, why I wrote this book that we'll talk about, I'm sure, um, as time goes on in the show today, um, but um, two extraordinary parents, I tell you, Barbara and Rhyme Reed um, are just magnificent people um, who are the epitome of kindness, love, sacrifice, faith, um, and just God was just too kind to me. And I mean that. And, you know, when we were younger, you know, as a child and a teenager, especially you, you don't please, you don't think your parents are that cool. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. They're the worst, right? <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? They shut some parties down on me. They shut me to my love of my life, Chris, who I'm like no longer with, right? But at that time, you know, Chris no longer with, you know, my dad shut it down, you know, 800 times. And my dad was the worst guy in the world, you know, and, you know, in those years. But when you get to college and now as a 40 something year old woman, <laughs> you appreciate the poor, right? The deposits, because that's what relationships are. That's what life is. When, when you have those types of people who love you unconditionally do, right? And you appreciate that. You appreciate those no's, right? You appreciate those hell no's. You appreciate, you know, all of the things that they did to keep you focused in life so you don't live and dwell mm -hmm. in average. Yeah. Right? Right? So, so, that's, so that's the foundation, right? And so, you know, I grew up in Connecticut. I migrated to undergrad at in Pennsylvania. Um, it was funny because I played the clarinet. Be quiet, you guys. I <laughs> you, know, you guys are like, oh my God, why do we have her on our show? She is lame. I played the clarinet, the flute, the violin, the oboe, and a little bit of the cello in the marching band. So I was so cool growing up. I don't care what anybody says. And I had braces <laughs> and a jerry curl because I wanted to be Michael Jackson's backup dancer. Be I love it. 
You're amazing. <laughs> so all of that and in the Windsor High School marching band, right? And we had to march at Shad Derby. So Shad Derby, I lived in Windsor, Connecticut. Windsor is a very small town. Shad Derby was like the biggest event of the year. Um, obviously Shad Derby. So Shad Fish, people were fishing with parades and all this other stuff. And it was like 116 degrees. And we had to march in the band down Shad Derby. So my parents, bless their hearts, they, you know, my mom had big signs, go Kimberly, embarrassing, but, you know, she followed us the whole route, all my friends, it was, you know, it was something. The reason why I bring up that particular moment in my life is because, you know, you try all these different things and, you know, and I was really good, believe it or not, as, you know, as this musician, and I got a scholarship to go to a historically black college and university in Florida. And I turned it down because I don't know if you all remember about a guy that I said that was the love of my life who's no longer in my life named Chris. Chris. Uh, yeah. And, you know, we were going to have, you know, some, you know, journey, sing at our wedding. I mean, please, it was, you know, we had it out, right? And so, and that didn't happen, obviously. And we, you know, I went, I was going to, you know, going to have the scholarship and go to, go to school. And I didn't, I didn't. I chose an in-state school because I wanted to be closer to him. And, you know, my parents were like, oh, no, Ugh, I can't believe you were making that decision. You're going to regret it. And I'm like, no way. We're going to have Journey sing at our wedding. You know, it's going to be great. And it, you know, obviously none of that happened. And so um, I gave up my scholarship at FAMU. So fast forward, Thanksgiving, we were all eating dinner, all eating dinner at the table. And here comes this great marching band, like awesome. Like, I mean, they were jamming. I said, oh my God, who's, what band is that? My mom went to a historically black college and university, Bethune-Cookman College. And I said, my mom said, that's FAMU. Uh, and I said, oh, yeah, that's the college that you gave up that you didn't want to go because you and Chris were going to get married. It, me and Chris were no longer together at this point, right? So, you know, it was like, so not needless to say, I, that pivotal moment in my life in the sense of that, you cannot make decisions based on a band named Journey and a guy named Chris, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> if only somebody had told me. <laughs> I know. If only someone, where were you all, right? You know, because I wasn't listening to my parents, obviously, right? So, you know, so, 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 you know, so I think that's when the trigger of optimism came in, right? Because that's like, you know what, there's a bright side to this. So I'm going to go to school undergrad with all my friends in Philadelphia, like my decision-making skills my thought process, you know, whatever. But I said, I'm going to go with all my friends to Philadelphia. So that's what brought me to Philadelphia to go to undergrad at Westchester University. But I will tell you that the friends that I met there, it was the best decision I've ever made because they're now family. And I am not alone in the sense of, in the sense of having brothers and sisters, I never felt alone growing up. And I definitely don't feel alone now. I have so many friends that are now my family. Um, I'm, I, I'm as an only child, loyalty and friendship and family and love is, is, is really big to me. Um, my father and I are extremely close. He is my hero, always has been. Um, and God was very deliberate, I believe. Now I see clearer um, after my mom died why God did what he did and left the two of us, my dad and I together, because he, I needed to take care of my dad and my dad still protects me as that five-year-old little girl that he always did. 
So. No, no, you mentioned your mother there um, yeah. and 2012. Yeah. That was a year that really tested your faith. Mm. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So, you know, we're in a global pandemic now. In 2020 was a t- is a tough year for many. It was a tough year for many. And I don't take that away from anyone because it, it was a tough year for me too. 2012 was one of was the toughest year of my existence. Uh, the lights went out in my life and the sun set in my soul. Um, and I feel like this, my voice changing every time I talk about it. July 31st at 12.38 a.m., my mom went to sleep. For 45 days, she was in the hospital uh, with leukemia. We didn't know it was leukemia. We didn't know she was going to, um, that God was going to whisper in her ear either. But he did. Um, My mom prayed because she had a hospital pneumonia first, meaning she had leukemia, but the hospital pneumonia really made it difficult for her to, uh, to survive through leukemia. And so that night, last night, um, when I went into her room before I said goodbye to go home to sleep, I said, Mommy, you okay? And she always said, Honey, I am fine. This too shall pass. And I said, Mommy, I'm, going to, I'm praying that you get better. That's my prayer and always has been. And she said, honey, my prayer is that God takes this pneumonia away from me. And I said, I know mine. Well, God answered her prayer and not mine. And I wasn't okay with that for many weeks. And I was mad at God because he did that to me. It was all about me, right? We get very selfish when we lose a loved one because we're hurting. Adversity changes who we are. Pain changes us. And it changed me so much that it rocked my faith. It rocked my belief in God, who I was taught by my grandmothers and my mothers, and my mother, excuse me, to lean on, to put first in my life. But he let me down. So how do you, how do you, How do you rebound from that? How do you rebound from God taking away your left heart valve, your everything? So that was a, that was a a extremely tough time. And that was my biggest trial and it will always be. And I deal with it every single day, every moment. And especially now I was on television in, um, on a, national outlet and I posted the link last night on my social media pages and I said it's a tough balance trying to when you're incredibly grateful excited and very sad at the same time because your mom's on the other side of heaven what an amazing and inspirational woman we've had such a great conversation with Kimberly Reed And she's got so much more to share with us that we're going to continue this conversation again. Join us tomorrow for part two of our conversation. Until then, tune into the podcast. You can find that podcast at podcastfield.ca or wherever else you get your favorite podcast from. We'll talk to you again on Connections.